Welcome to the Lead Me On podcast, where we give you practical solutions for extraordinary leadership. My name is Lori King-Taylor, and I'm here with my co-host, Lori Gorell. For more than 25 years, we've been educating and coaching individuals who want to transform the way they lead. Join us each week as we provide inspiring conversations to help you increase your capability to lead with greater impact and influence. Get ready. It's time to lead me on. Hello, Lori King-Taylor. Well, hello, Lori Gorell. How are you today? I am fantastic. Of course you are. And how are you? I am doing wonderful. Thank you so much. (laughs) I am so glad. Me too. So I'm also wonderful because I'm excited to talk about how important it is for the company culture and making your company culture everyone's responsibility. Isn't that a nice shift? It is. I think as leaders in the organization and especially that C-suite top executive leadership We bear the burden that it's all on us. Or HR. How often does it get pushed off to HR to build culture? Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's not just the C-suite's responsibility. It's not just HR's responsibility. Every employee in the organization has a responsibility to build and uphold the company culture. I couldn't agree more. And it's When culture becomes that nucleus, that amazing things can happen. So let's talk about how values can drive our culture so people know where they can be responsible. So there's a lot of things that could drive your culture, right? But values should be at the top of that list. So your organizational values should really drive the culture forward. And when your values drive the culture, everything you do should revolve around that, beginning with who you hire. That is a huge component to making sure that the values and the culture are upheld and that people will be successful in your organization. Right. And if it's the responsibility of all employees in making the company culture, then you have to ensure you have, in the words of Jim Collins, you have to have the right people on the bus. Yes. And we will talk about when they're not in a minute. But for sure, if you're hiring for the values, you're going to be getting the right people on the bus. So how do you know? that you're hiring people with the same corporate values that you have. You have to ask the right questions. You have to get down to it. And it can't be speculative. How do you think you would do this? Or you got to ask them for real life examples. You do. I'm a huge advocate of behavioral based questions. You give them scenarios. You don't lead them. You give them very real scenarios and you say, you ask them how they would handle or how they have handled that particular situation. So instead of saying, you know, one of our company values 
is that we blank? Is that a value of yours? Well, the employee who wants to be hired is going to say, well, absolutely, I value that. That's me to a T. I am your man. I am your woman. When you ask very behavioral-based questions around situations without leading that, you get a better idea of where their values are based. I remember being asked a values-based question in a past corporate interview, and one of their values was edge, right? So it was having edge to get you forward, and they asked me the question, give me an example of a time that you demonstrated having edge in in your workplace and how you approached something with edge. I love that. Yeah. And and they had the four E's that that was their values and edge was one of them. So they asked questions based on all of them. They really wanted to get down to it. We can talk about how they used values throughout and and kept it going. I really appreciated. I love that. So we're hiring now people with the same values that drive the culture of our organization. Once we have what we feel are the right people on the bus, we've got to reward them around those values. The reward system needs to be based around the values. If that's the way you want to live, then those are the rewards you give. And and that is how that organization, they gave out annual awards for each of the four E's that was nominated by peers with specific examples of why that person demonstrated that value. It was well done. And there were other things throughout the year, but that was just a big example of how people were rewarded for values. Oh, that's excellent. And when we are rewarded, it releases chemicals in our brain, that dopamine that gets us all excited and and makes us feel good. And it makes us want to repeat the behavior. So when you reward somebody for value-based behavior, it makes them want to do it again. Yes. So it's like, ooh, 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 you know, I just got rewarded for that. You know, let me do it again because that <laughs> felt really good. <laughs> A little Pavlovian. <laughs> exactly. So we're talking about rewarding for values. Let's go the opposite direction. And I love it. Our fingers are going this way, <laughs> that way as we're talking. Maybe we need to start considering video oh my podcasting. <laughs> oh, what they would see. So opposite of reward. Discipline. Whenever you are needing to have a crucial conversation with someone and you want to hold them accountable, when you can make it based on the values that you are promoting, it has that much more impact and it makes the system more consistent. So there is a company I'm working with and whenever they have to have a difficult conversation with a peer or their leader, they frame it around the values. And the conversation is smoother because then there's no disputing anything. Right, and it's not necessarily a, a finger pointing or, you know, it comes back to, hey, look, these are our company values. This is what we expect of everyone. So we're not singling someone out. This is what we expect of everyone. You're not living or behaving to our corporate values. 
right? To go along with the, the Jim Collins having great people on the bus. It's also when you're disciplining based on values, you're also can you get people off the bus based on values. It's not arbitrary. It's values based. And so sometimes I call it coaching out, right? You know, you coach up, you coach out, but it's getting the people off the bus that aren't demonstrating the values. You put them on a pit plan. And if they just can't or won't be able to conform to the values, bus stop, time to get off. Yeah. It sounds harsh, but if you don't do this consistently, it decreases the morale. Well, and if you don't discipline based on your values, the rest of the employees don't know that you truly live to those values. Because if you let someone slide by that, maybe that value isn't as important to you. And your other employees might see that and either go the opposite direction or lose respect for the organization. Right. Which is really when we're holding, when we're disciplining someone, we're having these difficult conversations framed around values. That's really about accountability and peer to peer, not leader to subordinate. It should be able to go any direction when you are living a values-based culture, that it's peer-to-peer, it's peer-to-leader, holding each other accountable. Yeah, you need to be able to speak out and say, hey, bud, that's not a part of our company culture. That's not living to company values and hold their feet to the fire on it. And sometimes we slip, right? We did did something unconscious and we need somebody to pull us back in. Mm -hmm. And then... Other times we do do it on purpose. (laughs) It's a conscious slip, but it should be because we know, especially for the leaders, we know it's important to them. Right. So you can, it's bringing that background. I know this is really important to you to demonstrate our values. And I think this was a miss. Right. So when we talk about making company culture, every employee's responsibility, we also need to look at decision-making because every employee in the organization is going to make a decision. And if we are looking at decisions that we have to make every day in business, and we can come back to how does this decision or how do our values affect the decision I'm about to make, and we can make our decisions based on those corporate values, then you have everyone aligned and moving in the same direction. When everyone is rowing in the same direction, amazing things happen. You know, it reminds me, and I think we've talked about this in a podcast before, that how many people you have on the bus, on the on the boat that are rowing together. Yeah. How many people are along for the ride? And then that percentage of people that are sinking the boat. Intentionally. <laughs> Intentionally. Sinking the boat. I think the importance here in, in having values drive the culture is setting the expectations is so critical. So everyone realizes why this is a values-based organization, why we are holding one another accountable, what's an acceptable way to do this when it's not happening, what do you need to do? So providing some framework for using this tool. I agree. And it's something that we need in our organizations to be comfortable talking about all the time. When you have those all staff meetings is begin the all staff with, 
hey, let's just revisit what are our company values? What drives our culture? What do we want to drive our culture? Let's just remind ourselves yeah. of what we're working for. There is, uh, that reminds me, there's a company that I, I suggested for their staff meetings for them to come to the staff meetings with an example of somebody in their department that's been demonstrating each of the values and they do a quick share because it keeps it top of mind. Mm -hmm. And again, that kind of goes back to that rewarding too, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Because even if you're not given a prize or you're not given a certificate, it's a reward just to be recognized for doing something. So that goes back as well. You're keeping it top of mind and you're rewarding all at the same time. But let's talk about why is it important to make sure everyone is responsible for company culture? I believe that when you make company culture the responsibility of all your employees and you're constantly pushing it from the top down, it's got to start with the top, right? And we're pushing it from the top down. It really keeps the people and the organization on target. And when they're not doing that, when people aren't aligned, and I, I think in one of our conversations, you called it going rogue. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen all too quickly. And then you've got a spiral, a mess to clean up. So making sure everyone is on it and are responsible for holding each other accountable, there is far less chance of somebody or a group of people going rogue and it go back to the rowing in the same direction. Right, right. And like we talked about with decision-making, you're setting your values really provides the framework for decision-making. It makes it actually a little easier for people to be able to make very tough decisions because they're looking at how this aligns with our value system. And we can make some of those really tough decisions because we can say, well, this is the only decision we can make here because if we make any other decision, it's going to go against our corporate values. Yeah. Let's talk then about the working relationships and how that can improve by being values-based and everyone working together in that way. Yeah. So if you have, again, everyone rowing in the same direction, everyone is you've hired based on this value system. Mm -hmm. So everyone embraces those values. So you don't have individuals constantly fighting against the values. You have one, a more harmonious work environment. But you also, you know, we've talked about trust in the relationship when it comes to productive conflict, that if you know that everyone in the organization, your team members are living to the same values, you can trust that you can have some really productive conflict because everybody is trying to get to the same place using this value system. Engagement goes through the roof when we're all doing that, when we're all living to the same system, when we are working cohesively, we are able to have productive conflict. It's a more fun working environment. It is. And when you have people that don't have a value system to go by, they're going in very different directions and it's a constant 
it's a constant battle. Tug and of it, war. it is a tug of war. And it makes it very uncomfortable for certain employees within the organization that say, I can't work in this because what they're doing goes 100% against my values. Yeah. And the company thinks it's okay, or the company's allowing it to happen. And I'm not okay with that. I think this should speak to the leaders' hearts that are listening here. But when you are doing this, when the culture is aligned with the values, it's going to improve the bottom line. It is. It all goes straight there because that good engaged workforce that's all going in the same direction for the same main goal with the same behavior values, right? The bottom line is going to improve. Yeah, your productivity is going to go up, which is going to make your bottom line improve. And beyond that, it goes outside the organization. People outside the organization are going to know that you are an organization that lives to certain values. It's it's going to come out of the pores of the organization because the employees are so bought into that, that they take that with them to the hockey game. They take that with them home. They take that with them other places And if you have an organization where everyone is rowing together, then the people on the outside are going to be able to to really look to your company and go, oh, I don't know what's going on there, but it's pretty awesome. My clients, they call it being ambassadors. Yes. Yeah. And, And you know what? All employees are ambassadors to the organization, Mm -hmm. whether in a negative way or in a positive way. And when I think of that ambassador, I think more positive. But if you have a culture where your employees are not responsible for living up to the values, that seeps out as well. Yes, it becomes very obvious. All right, the three practical solutions for extraordinary leadership. Let's lead this off with make sure everyone in the organization knows what the values are and the expectations. Yeah, talk about it in your meetings, put posters up in the break room. There should be no question about what that value system is. The second is make sure you have the right people on the bus. Hire to your values discipline to your values, fire to your values. And lastly, make sure everyone is holding each other accountable to behaving in alignment with those values. It's everyone's job to make the company's culture the best it can be. Well, I think this was a great conversation. It was. Thank you. (laughs) And I'll look forward to talking to you again next week. Until then. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, we would so appreciate a review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss a single episode. If you're interested in knowing more about our upcoming events or working with one of us personally to transform the way you lead, visit our websites. For Lori King-Taylor, visit trinityperformancesolutions.com. And for Lori Gorell, visit upwardsolutionscc.com. Until next week.